1: Drugs, rock and roll, aliens and all that kinds of shit Come and join Ozzy and myself Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to, to Come on What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, You decided it's a no um, Why? decided it's a a no, Greta, because uh, after prayerful consideration and a lot of discussion with the family, I, I concluded that I believe I can be an effective voice in a real decisive role in helping get uh, true public servants elected to office not just in the presidency but we have thirty three senate seats coming up we have a house of representatives that we need to strengthen in numbers conservatives who understand that our country has got to get back on the right track economically here and governor's seats around the nation i believe i can be an effective voice for some positive change in uh, these positions and um... I apologize to those whom are disappointed in this decision. I've been hearing from them in the last couple of hours, but I believe that they, when they take a step back, will understand why the decision was made and understand that really you don't need a title to make a difference in this country. I think that I'm proof of that. And we together united can um, surely help as a team get this country back on the right track by making sure that Barack Obama is not reelected and making sure that uh, Senate seats go to constitutionalists and the House of Representatives is strengthened with more conservatives.
1: Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason.
2: This is Cecil from Cognitive Dissonance. This is a midweek, small, short episode of Cognitive Dissonance using some material that we've already recorded. On all the news wires now, the big news is uh, that Sarah Palin uh, is not running for the 2012 elections. Uh, she came out and made an announcement. And so, uh, in, in, in a way, this is a, this is a this is an episode of mourning. Uh, Tom and I really feel like she is uh, one of the One of the better people to talk about uh, Especially when it comes to politics And uh, thinking thoughts And that sort of thing So I went through our old uh, Our old shows on Everyone's a Critic And uh, pulled out three of the Best pieces of tape we have On Sarah Palin and uh, I'm going to play these for you now Uh, You know we're not going to Have this chance to use this material Really I guess for a long time So, uh, So we thought we'd use it today So I hope you enjoy this, and if you like uh, what you're hearing, you know, you can always go back and listen to the old Everyone's a Critic episodes, uh, everyonesacritic.org. The first clip comes from our episode where we reviewed the movie Seven. It was published on October 7th, 2008. You know, we talked last time uh, about Palin, about her entry into the race, and you know, we were we were both time, I think, on the same page where we said, you know, it was pretty good choice by him. <laughs> she's making all these all these moves and she's doing these speeches and she's getting a lot of crowds and you know, she was doing pretty well there for a little while. Yeah, I mean her time in the sun was like a week. Until somebody nailed her down and asked her to say some a few things that weren't pre-prepared. Well, that's because it turns out that when she ad libs
1: She's fucking crazy.
2: (laughs) Crazy, crazy,
1: cuckoo, crazy, nutty, goofy, stupid, crazy. Yeah. When I first heard about her, I think I mentioned on the show that I thought it was like a gift from McCain to Obama. Like, sort of like, hey, buddy, I want you to win, too. Here's what I'll do. (laughs) I'm going to go for Palin as the VP. And then I thought, no, no, no. You know, I mean, she's a... She's a nutty cuckoo, fundamentalist, nut job, so clearly that was a a good political move. And now I'm back to, like, this is gift-wrapping shit for Obama.
2: No kidding. Now, you've got to have that attitude now, especially after the Couric interview. Oh, my God. It would be literally impossible
1: to do a crazier-sounding interview and not end up institutionalized upon its completion (laughs) than the interview that she did with Katie Couric. Like— It's a fucking miracle. Nobody showed up with tranquilizers halfway through it and, like, escorted her away. I mean, like, oh, we'll get out the real Palin. Like, this woman was clearly a crazy imposter who, like, escaped.
2: No, I mean, like, nothing she says makes any sense. I heard Bill Maher say something like, if Biden said this, they would think he's retarded. (laughs) are some great, great moments in that interview, right? The, the best part, of course, is when Couric asks her about the bailout. So I want to play <laughs> you a piece of tape where Couric asks her about the bailout, the $700 billion bailout. Why isn't it better, Governor Palin, to spend $700 billion helping middle-class families who are struggling with health care, housing, gas, and groceries, allow them to spend more and put more money into the economy instead of helping these big financial institutions that played a, a role in creating this
0: mess. That's why I say I, like every American I'm speaking with, we're ill about this position that we have been put in, where it is the taxpayers looking to bail out. But ultimately, what the bailout does is help those who are concerned about the health care reform that is needed to help shore up our economy, um, helping the. Oh, it's got to be all about job creation too, shoring up our economy and, and putting it back on the right track. So health care reform and reducing taxes and reining in spending has got to accompany tax reductions and tax relief for Americans. And trade, we've we've got to see trade as opportunity, not as a competitive, um, scary thing, but one in five jobs being created uh, in the trade sector today. We've, we, we've got to look at that as more opportunity. All those things under the umbrella of job creation this bailout is a part of that
2: okay so now we've heard how fucking crazy that shit was <laughs> it was just like a bunch, like a string of words sort of in the right place like almost like she she learned to speak english by watching television you know it's it's like a random word generator yeah. <laughs> like just like put in like it's like Mad Libs, the VP, you know,
1: like it's like, and I will need the uh noun noun
2: health reform, and I you know like what the fuck are you serious? You're waiting for her to say something like yes. What we need is sandwich. <laughs> uh, uh. So uh, so let's contrast. Let's do a little contrast here with Miss Teen South Carolina. <laughs>
1: Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I
0: personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as. and. I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S., uh, or should help South Africa, and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries, so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much, South Carolina.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, now that's, this I think conclusively shows what happens when you give a beauty pageant contestant a mic. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Beauty queen? Beauty queen.
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: Oh, my God. Seriously, like that shit is the fucking dumbest string of shit ever put together. And Cafferty, that, uh, there's a guy by the name of Cafferty on it. He does his Cafferty file on Blitzer Show. And I put up a, a video on our site, so go take a look at it, and it's Cafferty basically blowing her out of the water, saying it was the most pathetic piece of tape he'd seen in a long time, and that she, you know, this is, this is a terrifying concept that somebody this dim is going to be possibly the highest-ranked official in our country.
1: Right. I love the way he phrases it. She's just a 72 year old's heartbeat away. Isn't that awesome from being the president of the United States. And like, you know, to give you another wonderful example is when Korik asked her about uh, how she gets her worldview, like what newspapers oh. she reads. Yeah. Let me play that
2: clip. And when it comes to establishing your worldview, I was curious, what newspapers
0: and magazines did you regularly read before you were tapped for this to stay informed and to understand the world? I read most of them, again, with a great appreciation for the press, for the media. Like what ones specifically, I'm curious, that you... All of them, any of them that um, have, have been in front of me over all these years um Can i have a va- i have a vast variety of sources where we get our news to alaska isn't a foreign country where it's kind of suggested it seems like wow how could you keep in touch with what the rest of washington dc may be thinking and doing when you live up there in alaska believe me alaska is like a microcosm of america
1: right okay so well that helped all of them <laughs>
2: Uh, so she's reading the fucking Herald Tribune and fucking <laughs> Joliet, right? She's just like, what does the Joliet paper have to say about me? What does the Morris Herald have to
1: say about right. me? Come yeah. on. She's open. It. She's so exhausted by the end of the day. She's like, oh, my God. I got to read more papers. Why do we have 50 states? Only, oh, my God. I have to read the, all of them. Like, hey, hot tub for sale. Oh, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> You don't read any newspapers. You can't even name one, you dipshit.
2: And is she reading like the like the gay papers that are like on the you know the north side of Chicago? Like man for man or something, you know? Advertisements yeah. for the manhole. Like come on, right. like she's not reading all that. Man seeking group? What's going on
1: down there? <laughs>
2: like Yeah, like the
1: streetwise, yeah. oh god, I'm so tired. <laughs>
2: By the time she gets to the onion, it's all over. Oh man, I would love to see Sarah Palin holding up a pe- like an issue with Streetwise. That would be friggin' hilarious. The shit that she says when she is not, when she doesn't have something in front of her, is absolutely ridiculous. It's like something you would expect out of a high school student. It, it's worse.
1: And the thing is, like, she keeps going back to this, like, uh, th- this idea, this favored notion that she has, that she's sort of being persecuted for being, like, a layperson, you know? Like, in that in that piece with the uh, the newspaper, she she alludes to it, and then she says it a little later on in a, in a different interview um, after she's sort of taken to task a little bit for the Couric uh, debacle, you know? And, and she says, you know, like, I'm up in Alaska. It's not a foreign country, you know? Like, well— no one's suggesting that it's a foreign country, Palin. What we're suggesting is that you're a fucking moron. Yeah. That's what we're suggesting. The reason people are upset isn't because you seem real folksy. Like, that's not why everybody's worked up. They're not worked up because you seem folksy, they're worked up because you seem retarded like your baby. <laughs> The I meanest thing you ever that. said i can't believe i said that oh man
2: no she, she <laughs> the funny thing is that her baby is retarded. so uh no oh, but no. but uh you know she also <clears throat> talks about in in the in one of the interviews she calls herself like jane six-pack right like I saw right, something right. mentioned about that. She makes $250,000 a year. <laughs> In Alaska where the cost of living is like a
1: caribou. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $250,000 a year and and she's, you know, just a, an everyday working folk. You she's know? got like then, a yacht and a plane and a, <laughs> come on. Right. Well, she sold her plane on eBay, but then it didn't sell. So then they had to sell it to the normal channels. But she's very proud of putting her plane up. On eBay.
2: See, the thing is, is what they did was they created a mythology of a character. They didn't cr- give us Sarah Palin, right? They gave us a mythology of a character rather than giving her, you know, giving us her, showing us who she was. They made this character up, this character who is, you know, this no-frills uh Hump it in Alaska, shoot a fucking moose, and you know drag it to you know five miles and skin it with your fucking teeth. you know what I mean like that, sort of pull yourself up by your bootstraps woman who you know said no to the to the bridge to nowhere, even though she said yes to the bridge to nowhere, and then she you know they they make up this mythology about her selling her plane on eBay and she never really actually sold her plane on eBay like they made up this mythology to show us this right. this character of a person. Why don't you show us the real person? Were you that embarrassed of the real person? Well, they clearly they must have been,
1: and if they weren't, they are now well, fucking hey, they are holy shit like but you know honestly like that's something the Republicans are uh i mean they they play chess better than we do like let's just put that out there. They play chess a lot better than the good guys. The Republicans are amazing, genuinely amazing at um creating a reality that does not have any relationship whatsoever with the the world that the rest of us live in, right? I mean, this is, and they'll just repeat the same shit over and over again. Um, and even if it's wrong, they just continue to repeat it until their constituency starts to believe it. And this is just another great example. Like, she's going to make $250,000 a year and try to come off as an everyman, right? And then McCain, in the debate, you know, says something to the effect of, you know, I think a lot of Americans would be uh, li- would like to take issue with Obama's definition of wealthy. Well, Obama's defining wealthy as people who make more than two hundred thousand dollars a year. And Obama said as much fucking define wealthy the same way. Like, I think the, the problem is that they have such a genuine disconnect From regular folks, that they see somebody, like, scraping by on a mere quarter million dollars a year. And, like, that's their everyman.
2: Like, that's your everyman? Well, George Bush was their other everyman.
1: Right, right, exactly. The guy who
2: used to own a professional sports team was their (laughs) other everyman. I don't know about you, Tom, but I don't happen to have a sports team ownership on my fucking resume.
1: I can't even buy a sports-related shirt! <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm in the housing industry for God's nope. sake! I'm lucky if I get a baseball cap! Yeah. Much less a baseball team.
2: That's just ridiculous, but you know their Palin's going to be uh, going be arguing with Biden tomorrow night, so we get a chance to see what that's going to look like. so
1: well, now let's be really fair because
2: Biden is hardly gaff free. no no kidding Hes a, I mean it, the, the thing where he said about FDR coming on television, and then they try to cover that shit up like, oh well, FDR did come on uh, like, shut the fuck up, just say it was stupid. <laughs> no, why you don't
1: know? they just say like, you know, why doesn't somebody just come up and say like when criticized say, "Look?" I talk for a living. I say a lot of stupid things because I'm always saying something. Yeah. So it was a goofy thing to say, but my point still stands. Yeah. And everybody would just sort of let it go because you'd have no more talking point after that. But everybody has to defend everything that they say or said or meant to say, like to the
2: point of nausea. I know, like that, that Palin thing. Why not just come out to Kirk and be like, look... What I'm saying is, I made a mistake and said that it was going to help my, my me being president. I just use that as a way to show that I am an executor and that somebody else isn't. You know, just say something like that, right? Instead, you've got to try to back it up and be like, oh, well, you know, really? I really can't see Russia from my house. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I reach out my dining room window
1: and punch Putin right in the eye. (laughs) Did you
2: see? I mean, the fucking Saturday Night Live people are having a field day (laughs) with this because Tina Fey looks just like her and talks just like her and is hilarious and one of the things where she talks about the the, the <clears throat> russians coming into alaska and she says well it's every alaskan's job to get up in the morning and look out their window and if they see any russians they're supposed to go outside and be like hey hey what are you doing here <laughs> and then, it, and then if they don't have a good answer we 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 just say hey shoo like that's, what, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome I am just selling magazines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to sell you a
1: bride. <laughs> oh God! I like that. Uh, that that one of Tina Fey's comments was that she only she hopes she only has to do this character for another two months. Oh, that is an awesome comment. That's that fantastic. is fantastic.
2: Awesome. Second clip here comes from our Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince episode, published Sunday, the fourteenth of February, two thousand ten. Well, this story has been bouncing around the intertubes for a few days. Uh, um, Sarah Palin came out uh, recently and had written on her hand some key notes during a Q&A session uh, about sort of what the current policies are and what she wants to talk about. Sort of the talking point she wanted to touch on, I think. When she was at this Q and A session, after it was at a tea bagger convention, so like <laughs> they paid her like a million dollars to talk or whatever. All these idiots donated a bunch of money; they're not willing to pay in taxes. And then, uh, and then she sat there and uh, and 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 I don't know, just fucking talked, did some fancy pageant walking. I don't know. She sat down, <laughs> and then she had some shit on her hand, and it was like, you know, the three things on there were like budget cuts and they like crossed out budget or something put tax and then one of the things on there was like like lift american spirits or something I... and, and and i have two comments for this real quick before before i let you go here tom <laughs> and i know i want, I, I it's like a, it's like a caged animal i, I can tell so you're much. ready to go but i just have two quick points i want to point out the first is it's a q a session You know what I use to answer questions? My brain! (laughs) If somebody asks me something, I go, huh, let me think about your question. I seem to have found an answer in my brain! (laughs) Okay, that's how I answer a question. And then secondly, you have to write Lift American Spirits on your hand? What did you forget that you need to do that? Like why you're just like, you know what I what, what am I supposed to do again? I need milk, eggs, and oh I gotta lift American spirits too.
1: <laughs> this woman gets better and better every I love how she doesn't <laughs> go away. Like right, I love right. that she won't go away because she just keeps presenting herself as just like a target. It's like she's like she's like the robin to my Batman around a bright colored clothes <laughs> so people can shoot at her. It's, this woman is fucking phenomenal. Right. I love her. I, I would have this woman over for dinner anytime. Anytime. She is welcome in my home. What a fucking moron this person is. <laughs> Who, I love that she's at a teabag convention, right? And the whole thing is about taxes. And she had to write tax cuts on it. <laughs> what do you? I, I read this great, This there was this great uh, comment on one of these articles. It says it's like the pastor coming up to give a, a sermon in church and writing Jesus on his hand.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you forget why you were here? Right. Like, did, did, that is the purpose of your showing up. You uh, lift American spirits? Like, couldn't you just written lift spirits? Yeah. Like, what is she going to get confused about whose spirits? <laughs> Uh, lift spirits. So I have to, I have to steal whiskey. What does this mean? I don't know what to do. I, I, this is, this is just phenomenal. This woman. And who writes on their hand? Right. Who really does that? Yeah. I, I have been a better cheater since seventh grade. I have been more adept at hiding things. You know, like oh man, I've got to buy a graphing calculator and put my notes in as a programmer. Like, what do you? Yeah. Are you three years old? You're on TV. Nobody's going to notice. Oh, my. And then when she checks her hand, it's like the most obvious thing ever. Oh, I know. She I know. like looks down at her hand. I think I think she thinks that people wouldn't even mind. Right. I think she thinks like, oh, every don't all the presidents write, like, scribble on their hands? Like, I can see her like, who's going to be her vice president? She's going to be like, hey, turn around. I got to write a note. And, like, starts writing a <laughs> note on his back. Like, this, this woman is crazy. It's Look, you're not in high school anymore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine, Tom, if she was our vice president? <laughs> and she's, like, brokering peace in the Mideast. And she's sitting with, like, all these people. And she's got written on her hand, like, Gaza, Jews, and Muslims.
0: <laughs> you know, she's, like,
2: she's just sitting there. And they're like, what do you have on your hand? Oh, I don't have nothing on my hand, don't you know? <laughs> like, no, you have something on your hand. There's something written there. What did you write? <laughs> <laughs> she gets all nervous and she like, like she gets
1: nervous. Thing the the ink starts to smear. She says the wrong thing. It's like fucking Armageddon.
2: I, or, I see you all like yo gaba gaba. Is that it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know your your little just folks fucking schmaltzy attitude is not going to play oh. in international politics. This is a woman who admits she admits. This is a quote. That she sure as heck better be more astute. Oh, yeah, don't you think so, don't oh, you know? Oh, God. You better be a little more astute if you want to lead the country.
2: And there's a lot of people too that are sort of like I, there's people defending her, basically saying like like look, man, she just you know she just did this thing. What's the big deal? And you're like, well, this is a woman who's passing herself off as a thinker, as somebody who's saying I have thought about these issues, I have these issues that I, I've been I've been you know sort of processing in my brain, and here is my spin on these issues. But it turns out, you know, you don't have enough processing power up there. Like <laughs> you do not have intel inside, lady. <laughs> She can't remember three
1: things. Right. My phone number has seven digits. Right, right. Like, are you kidding me? Three? You're supposed to be able to remember seven things pretty easily. Seven, plus or minus two, it's like the magic number for memory, right? She's down to three, guys, and is concerned she's not going to remember the one of them. Tax cuts. Yeah. That is the reason you're there.
2: Yeah, at a the teabagging convention. Are
1: you kidding me? <laughs> does, this, does this woman cash her own checks? Like, can she feed herself?
2: Oh, my God. Did she
1: change her own diaper? It's unbelievable.
2: The last clip we have for you is from our mannequin episode, which was published on Thursday, March 4th,
0: 2010.
2: Uh, Sarah Palin recently, uh, she, she's, she's a fucking winner, this one. Let me play a clip from the Glenn Beck show or whatever that douchebag uh there's a clip from his show where he, uh, Katie Couric, That's why we got to stop looking and start take, stop taking from the barrel and start picking from the tree. Who's your favorite founder?
0: Um, you know, well, all of them because they came collectively together with so much
2: bullcrap, diverse. Your favorite?
0: So <laughs> much diverse opinion and so much diversity in, in in terms of belief, but collectively they came together to See form this union. Here? No, and and they were led by of course george washington so he's got to rise to the top washington was the consummate statesman he served he returned power to the people he didn't want to be a king he returned power to the people then he went back to mount vernon he went back to his farm
1: Like, it's almost like she looked in her wallet to, like, okay, who's – I need somebody on a bill. Fuck, that's a five. That's Lincoln. That can't be right. (laughs) Who else? What do I do? Hamilton. Was he the president? I can't remember. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. Washington. Here's a dollar bill. George Washington. is George Washington. Oh, man. Look, if you can't hit it out of the park as a conservative when you're on the Glenn Beck show. Right. Are you Yahoo fucking serious? Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. It's (laughs) like if Obama shows up and is getting interviewed uh, on MSNBC – You know, like Rachel Maddow and Obama interview, you know, like,
2: are you kidding me? And Tom, what kind of fucking hard-hitting question is what is your favorite? What is your favorite color? What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? What is your favorite movie? Like, if you don't have a fucking stock answer for what your favorite is... It's not a fucking hard question, okay? Yeah. It's not a hard question. I could ask my fucking three-year-old fucking nephew what his favorite fucking truck is, and he could be like, that's my favorite truck. <laughs> it's not a fucking hard question. Know. It's a fucking, it's an opinion-like. You know what I mean? Come on.
1: Yeah, it's opinion light, is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this is diet opinion light. That's what this is. This is ridiculous. Glenn Beck's not even answering. And then even he, like, he throws her a softball. She fucking... Weekly taps it back to him, and he it's bullcrap. Yeah. When Glenn Beck is telling you as a conservative that your answer is bullcrap, it is because you are so full of shit. All of them? That was the same answer you gave Katie Couric when, you said, when she asked how many newspapers or which newspapers you read. Oh, I just read them all. That is not an answer. Right. Okay, it's not all of them. All of them is not an answer. All of them is not a favorite. You can't have, no. like, what's your favorite ice cream? All the ice creams. <laughs> All the ice creams. But there's actually an infinite variety of flavor combinations. <laughs> All of the ice oh. <laughs> You. That's not even an answer, you fool. Right. right. And then she just, like, babbles on, like, and here's some other facts I remember about George Washington. Right. Something about a Potomac. Like,
2: yeah, well, well, what did you tell me earlier? Here's some other facts. He didn't sign two of the major documents that made us a nation. No, <laughs> he
1: was the leader.
2: Like, yeah, the leader. I love the idea a of leader. a leader of the founding he was like fathers. Was
1: the Papa Smurf
2: of the God? What the fuck was he a band leader? Did he have a baton? He's like marching them down the fucking road in their fucking knee socks. Like
1: Thomas Jefferson, like looks over at him at one point. He's like, "Well, George." What do you think?
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think
2: so. <laughs> oh, God. You got to love this woman. Seriously, though. Here she is on the Katie Couric show or Good Morning, whatever the fuck. And she gets she gets baffled by a question of, like, what newspaper do you read? And then here, Glenn Beck won't take all of them as an answer. Like, sorry, there is no fucking D, all of the above. Uh, so <laughs> give me something else and she she fumble fucks around here's a note conservatives i'm going to give you guys a fucking a note you should put in your playbook just script her fucking interviews from now on. She's on your show. You are promoting her. You're not fucking hard hitting journalism. You're not trying to stump this woman. You're not even doing any. You're not even, it's not that you're trying to stump her or not trying to stump her. You just want to promote her. Well, if you want to promote her, just script her interviews, for Christ's sakes. Just tell her what you're going to ask and make her write it down, whether on her hand <laughs> or on a piece waiting, of paper, I was waiting. wherever, but just make the woman write it down. <laughs> So as always, thanks for listening to Cognitive Dissonance. We're going to have another episode out for you early next week. And uh, and we look forward to getting any kind of feedback from the audience. So please send us your emails. Give us a call. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Cognitive Dissonance. If you want to reach us by phone, you can call us at 740-743-6828. That's 740-742 doubt. Long distance rates apply. Send us an email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter at dissonance underscore pod.